previously on the lineage of Moonreach. So Hersteg came and he said Tomar was sleeping and then <laughs> Hersteg went off and then Tomar was sleeping and then I looked through our books, saw some things were amiss, got to the bottom of some financial craziness and I guess Janus has some kind of rash that he's been using cream for. I don't know, but... All I know is we're conducting interviews. I'm super pumped about it, and it's going to be so much fun. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Holy shit! <laughs> is there is something bothering you, Tomas? I just crapped my pants with how excited I am. Today we launched our Patreon. Yeah. And we have a patron. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the D20 Syndicate, Emmerich. Yeah. Uh, you had left a review before, but now you're a full-fledged member. And you can be full-fledged members, too, if you go to patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate. And we have a lot of cool... We all have a lot of cool rewards at different levels. So, guys, go to our Patreon. Be like Emmerich. Um, Emmerich, here's your shout-out. Congratulations. Being awesome. And uh, anyone who does uh, support and becomes a patron of our Patreon, we'll give you a shout-out, depending on your tier. Uh, check out the different tiers that we have available there. Um, as uh, Tomas mentioned, go to patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate, and you too can uh, patronize us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we love being patronized. Yeah, do, do, just do goofy shit. Um, yeah, please uh, check it out. We're pretty excited because it is the official launch of our Patreon today, and that's uh, that's really really exciting. And um, even if you don't currently have the funds, you know, not even to donate a dollar, that's completely fine, but please share it, let other people know uh, about it, because uh, it costs a lot of money for us to do stuff like this, and uh, it definitely helps kind of uh, cut down on those costs, so if you like what you're hearing, please donate. And if your excuse is, oh, I'm already donating to another Patreon, well, fuck you, and get your fucking wallet out, because this is where the money belongs, right here. Yes. It feels like I'm in church. Here's your cracker. Welcome to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. I snorted coffee on my glasses. That sweet, sweet There's, caffeine right to the brain. That's the geekiest thing I've ever heard, or maybe the most hipstery thing. There's that bonus content for you. But yeah, each and every three Thursday, we will announce the new patrons who have hopped on board. Yeah, so. you'll get your shout out. Um, and yeah, once again, seriously, check it out and see what you have access to because there's a lot of nice goodies on there. And uh, for, you know, depending on how much you uh, like us and want to um, feed our children. <laughs> and that, you don't got, well, I mean, you have, a, <laughs> you have a furry child. Yeah, I mean, his daycare is not cheap. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars an hour. So as long as That's we can true. make $100 an hour on Patreon, then you, yeah. yeah really? Right. Then I don't have to euthanize my dog. <laughs> I am just kidding. I Save would never Seth's do dog that. now. That's the highest tier. <laughs> don't even joke. I'm holding him hostage for these sweet Patreon dollars. <laughs> just 
But <clears throat> pictures of them all over the picture. <laughs> you you like dead dogs because this is what happened. I remember you. <laughs> That's not the song. Yeah, it's it Arms, Sarah it's, McLaughlin. It's Arms of the Angel, though. Oh, well, Sarah Mc, <laughs> is that a Sarah McLaughlin yeah. song? Well, yeah. shit on do, my do, do, ass. Do, do. Will you remember me? Don't but let really? your life pass you by. Brilliant reenactment. Brilliant. The memories. Nice. <laughs> Bonus content. <laughs> Damn it, I wasn't recording that. <laughs> oh, shucks. Well, anyway, guys, this is the D20 Syndicate podcast, a bi-weekly Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where five lovable nerds go on adventures so that you don't have to. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our I'm players. I'm Tomas, and I play Tomar. God damn it. I'm Elijah, and I play Herstag. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. And each week, we go on these adventures, we record a session, and we release it for your listening pleasure. And uh, right now, this is Thursday's episode, so tonight, after uh, the session, we'll al- allocate um, experience and I'll do all that goofy bullshit. Uh, that way we have some consistency and something like organization. But, you know, we're really just flying by the seat of our pants here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing pants. Never Again? is. Seat of our <laughs> underwear. The seat, the seat of our, <laughs> our Ninja Turtle <laughs> underwear. <laughs> did, you, did you guys have the... On the seat of our red sores. No. <laughs> I had Chippendale Rescue Ranger underwear. Did you? Mm-hmm. I never had themed underwear. Yeah, I had Sonic I the had, Hedgehog, like, and I thought it was ones. the coolest shit ever. Yeah, well, I, my sister we used I've... to have silk boxers. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. What's it like being millionaires? <laughs> I don't think it was actually silk. It was probably like... <laughs> Nylon. Felt. Yeah. <laughs> Shiny felt. <laughs> whenever the cellophane. Whenever the show would come on and the theme song would play, my sister and I would run into the living room and like show our underwear and dance. <laughs> <laughs> every every story you tell about your childhood is so strange, but also just really entertaining. That's what kids do. They show off their themed underwear and That's true. In the middle of a forest. I am normal. (laughs) So you keep professing time and time again. Okay, so first and foremost, we're going to go with you, Herstag. Man, the episode stopped right when I got in there and it was like, I desire worship. I know. That's the cliffhanger part. Yeah, so we'll get to it. Oh my God, (laughs) this show sucks. (laughs) Sorry, Patreon supporters. (laughs) All right, Herstag, you are... Hanging out in your abode. Hanging out with your wang out. Yep. Uh, what is the what? What have you done to the inside of this place in the few like the hour that you've had to kind of adjust things? I wasn't doing that. What were you doing? <laughs> I was meditating inside. Meditating. Okay. In the Lots of meditating with okay. this job. <laughs> Lots of meditating. So, so I, I was preparing to, to cry. cry. We know. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's important. Scry about it. Hey! Um, hey! But I'm not... I haven't decided for sure who I wanted to scry on yet. Okay, but you're preparing. Thinking about it, yeah. Um, one thing that... Uh, how locked in when you're scrying? I think you're like pretty much like in it, right? Are you aware of your surroundings? I would assume so. Okay. So that's what I was doing. I was Resting. resting. And then how long and it I takes was flavoring and it's meditating. Yeah, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um 
But actually, I could technically do like light stuff here and there. If yeah, if you're resting, as long as it's nothing yeah. vigorous. Jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a perception check. How weird would it okay. be to see her stag in the middle of a forest doing jumping jacks by himself? Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> would it be that weird? Yeah. I feel like watching her long beard bouncing would be weird. <laughs> kind of mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. He's Maybe just bouncing it. on a giant mushroom. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> I can't stop picturing it. It's a good image. Um, and then a squirrel runs up his leg and he's <laughs> like in a fight with a squirrel. Like, ah, shit. Fall off the mushroom. Uh, <laughs> 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 Uh, 21. 21? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, while you're just kind of resting there, you notice almost out of the blue, you have no idea actually how this happened, but despite the inside of your home being empty, you suddenly realize there is a small black box sitting inside of there. Oh. Uh, it's about, it's against the wall. Dumbass would build a house around a box. <laughs> <laughs> Nice going. I rolled a perception check to where I was going to put the house. I didn't see it there. Then maybe it's a good box. That's the darndest thing. Black boxes are historically always good. Yep. Probably. I mean, the black box on the plane is is the only only thing that survives, so. Oh, I thought you meant, like, a plane of existence, like. Maybe I do. (gasps) Whoa! Okay. (laughs) It's up against the wall. It's roughly the size of a chest. And uh, there seems to be something written on the top of what it. What kind of chest? Like a treasure chest. Oh, so like pretty big, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, seagull friend. <laughs> Did you see that chest there before? Hmm. <laughs> I see. Well, I guess I will inspect the chest. Okay, as you you go up close to it, you can see that there is um, on the top of the chest is a little thin slot, roughly about an inch long, right near the bottom and in druidic on the top of the chest it says, feed me. (laughs) See a seagull friend. (laughs) Feed me? Yes. Feed me, Seymour. (laughs) The slot is very, very thin um, and like I said, about an inch long. Perfect for your penis. Maybe this is just how druid houses work. (laughs) (laughs) It's your payment. (laughs) A thin slot. Yeah, roughly about an inch long. Why are you saying long? That's a peculiar way to. How is it? It's thin, so it's it's width is like 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 an eighth of an inch. Yeah, like Like a a coin slot. Do you have a coin? Yeah, but if that's not what I'm supposed to put in there, then it'll get stuck in there. <laughs> have to fish it out like, you know, you get coins. Oh, like those little your... shit kids who put yeah. coins in laptops? <laughs> <clears throat> then it won't work Or baloney anymore. in the disk drive. <laughs> baloney? <laughs> You'd have to work real hard to get baloney in a disk drive. No, I'm thinking like the... Where it pops out, you just set oh. baloney in there. <laughs> it goes back in. And you like patiently wait for your computer to boot up and explode. Man, I can't wait to play whatever game comes out of here. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Puzzles confuse me. Um, <laughs> it's just a hole. <laughs> just put, put something, something in, in there. I'm gonna take all my stuff out. Look and see what I got. 
Fair enough. And uh, give me. Uh, I was gonna to, say, like, give me like, like an intelligence roll, yeah, roll yeah. and add your intelligence modifier. There we go. Four. Oh my god. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking baffled, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a hole? <laughs> I try to put my finger in it. Uh, it doesn't fit. It's too thick. Hmm. It's a slot, man. You're out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I try to put. Just trying I'm to measure fat dwarf <laughs> finger <laughs> on a slot. Put my finger in. I'll make it fit. No. <laughs> um, I will try to put a coin in it. What kind in a coin? A gold coin, because that's all Whoa. I have. All right, so you put a gold coin in this slot. And, and then you, Galaga boots up. <laughs> you hear like a... And now you notice in the front of this a box... Not a gumball. <laughs> in the front of this box, it looks almost like a little meter appears. And it seems like there's three bars. And the first bar is now like a faint yellow. Fucking Verizon. Now you gotta wait all day for that to charge. Mm. I'm gonna try to put another coin in. <laughs> it's a bomb. First egg gets it. The second. Just out of curiosity. What the fuck is that? The second bar fills up. You have one bar left. This is where they get you. I You're gonna put all of them in. in. No. <laughs> and then it's not gonna do anything. I'll put. A one third coin in there. Boom, 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 boom. The bar l- like lights up a bright gold, and the lid of the chest opens up, and a thin sheaf of paper floats out, and immediately the uh, lid of the chest slams closed again. And the bars disappear. Man, you paid three gold for a paper. piece of paper flutters down in front of you. I will pick it up. All right. You pick it up, and in Druidic, you see a spell for Water Walk. <laughs> for my ritual book. <laughs> so, it- so I'm gonna, just going to take the loose leaf paper and just put it in my ritual book. Cool. For later. Can he presumably put more money in? One way to find out. Is your rit- are the are the bars still lit? No. Oh my gosh. This is gambling. <laughs> except you actually get stuff really fast. It's a loot box. I want to try it one more time. <laughs> okay. Just put three coins in. Now there are more bars. There are six bars this time. And only one of them is filled. They are. Oh, man. Oh. Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> Thanks, EA. Well, this is an EA box. I rolled a four for intelligence, so how many coins is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> Just dump all my coins. <laughs> okay, if there's six bars, one of them is filled, you put three coins in. So it's three coins per bar with five more bars. So you need 15 coins. As Thanks, raven sea, flies. seagull friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I guess so, yeah. no one was a- there to teach Herstag math except for like a satyr, and yeah. he's probably drunk. <laughs> yeah, as they are all yeah, the time. I'll put, I'll put in coins until the bars fill up. Okay. <laughs> so you, how much? How much? I just get enough? addicted to gambling. <laughs> This is the rest yeah. of the campaign. Herstag's just in his hut <laughs> buying spells. So you put the total amount and the bar fills up. But this time, instead of the lid popping open, all the coins come back out. It's from a little slot in the bottom. And the bar goes dark. Well, that's nice. You got your money back. I was going to say, Including the three that I put in originally? No, those three are not back. What the hell? I'm going to have to get somebody to look at this. <laughs> That's cool, though. <laughs> then I'll continue to rest. All right. <laughs> Gorbel. You fuck. <laughs> you make your way outside of the city towards the, what was the practice arena, but is now, you know, the temporary space for the followers of Wirecarag, the enkindled ones. The summer worship space. The summer worship space. space. And it is daytime, so uh, there is a little pyre going, but uh, you know that it'd probably be a lot more roaring at night. Um, but you do see just a, a couple of uh, worshippers out there right now. They're all dressed in that grayish, whitish robe. I walk up to one. Okay, it's a human, and he... Uh, he turns and a, he smiles at you and he's missing some teeth and the teeth that he does have are green. Ooh. And he's, he just says, ah, hello, Garble. Do I recognize him? You recognize him as one of the followers that you've seen here. Hi. <laughs> you. Hello, Garble. Yeah. What hi. can I help you with today? So you guys have been caring for... A half-elf. Uh, yeah. Can I see her? Yeah, she's uh, unconscious right now. I'm aware. All right, yeah. Well, if you want to follow me, I can show you. How's she doing? Uh, she's still asleep. Yep, we established that one. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not gifted with medicine, so I don't know how well she's doing. I just know that she's still asleep. She's not dead. Yeah, I think we're probably going to take her over to someone who is good with medicine. Um, okay. But we certainly do appreciate all your efforts. Uh, well, yeah, that's fine. I guess. Yeah, right this way. And he leads you back up and away from the dopey voice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He leads you back up and away um, and back into the city. And uh, then you are are taken down the path. And what was once uh, the abandoned tavern has now become sort of like a kind of like a fraternity of sorts where the followers of Warcrag, since it's about a block away from the temple and it's large enough um, where they have been basically staying. A lot of them, it's kind of something they've started doing is just living together, a lot of them. So um, you go inside, and he very quietly leads you up to this, up the stairs and into one of the back rooms. And you see that there, as he pushes the door open, it's a, it's a, it's a tiny room with a, a very plush-looking bed. And there's Lewin um, 
laying asleep, it seems, on the bed. Um, mouth, of course. Corth. Of course, um, stitched clothes. And, um, yeah, eyes closed, sleeping. Why is her mouth stitched closed? That was something you guys noticed um, in Roundfoot Town. Oh, that's right. Why didn't we cut that open? Weird. It's like that one movie with the Hocus Pocus. It's like Hocus Pocus, you know? Billy. Wasn't that his name, the zombie guy? I don't know, man. Billy? Wasn't that his name? It might have been his name. I think his name was Billy. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about it right. It was. Mm. Yeah, and then they cut open his mouth when he got out of the grave, and he was like, I remember it. Yeah, I don't know why. Leaves and dust came out. Anyway. So were there people there's in there one person. There's one person, uh, a woman, uh, a uh, half-elf woman, sitting next to the bed, and she's she seems to be reading, and she looks up as you enter. Oh, are you here to see the patient? I am. Oh, well, uh, don't mind me. I'll give you some privacy. And she... I actually think I'll be taking her. Oh, uh, I, that that's perfectly okay. Are you able to take care of her? Does she need special care? Well, someone's got to feed her. Um, How are you feeding her? We've Through the butt. <laughs> we've fashioned a, a tube, and we've slipped it in there, and um, kind of coax food down into her larynx. I might bring her back a few times a day. <laughs> well, she's perfectly fine here. You can leave her here. I have a question. Is Veildolin predominantly half-elves? Yeah, there's a lot of half-elves. Yeah. Say you, you say half-elf person a lot. Yeah, humans and half-elves are very, very common in Veildolin. There's not a lot of elves, um, like full elves. Occasionally you'll see them, but a lot of them are resigned to the blood forest. You don't see... In this area of Veldolin, you don't see as many, like, dwarves. They tend to... You see a lot of them in bigger cities. And, of course, gnomes, Roundfoot Town, Deepminster, uh, halflings tend to stay in the Blue Valley. Um, but you do see them occasionally. Half-orcs. You do see half-orcs a lot in the south. But not as much up here. I might bring her back. I just want to take her to someone to check her out. Okay, do you need help transporting her? I think I got it, but thank you. Okay. Well, um, and she looks uh, down and she says, It's been a pleasure taking care of you. Um, be well. And then she leaves the room. <laughs> you just start dragging her by her feet. <laughs> <laughs> I hoist her up over my shoulder. Okay, give me a athletics. 19. Yeah, you do a very easy job. She's she's actually quite light. Um, and you don't know if you've ever actually like lifted Lewin up before. And it's been a while since you've seen her. But she's, yeah, a lot lighter than you remember. And you heft her over your shoulder and you head on out. Where are you going? I'm going to take her back to my house. Okay. So you take her uh, down one block and up into the main street. And uh, you... Head into your house. Describe your house. What does it look like? It doesn't look like much. I haven't had too much time to decorate. And I put all my effort and design talent into my magnificent mansion. So it's it's a much more simple um, environs. Uh, so yeah, uh, you're going to take her into one of your bedrooms? Or, mm-hmm. Okay, and just kind of leave her there? Yep. Okay. And you leaving after that? 
I mean, I'll probably hang out for a few minutes, like... <laughs> Look at her. Putts around my house a little bit. Okay. Tomar, you're in the temple. The Nightmare Diamond has demanded worship. Oh, great, Nightmare Diamond. Uh, I beseech you for knowledge. It, like, warmly glows a little bit. I require worship. What kind of worship? I require worship. I destroy the Nightmare Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Good fucking luck, bitch. (laughs) Um, hmm. I'll kneel down before it. Okay. And I'll say a dwarven prayer to it. Okay. Any particular passage? I'll speak of uh, the mining of the gems in the lower halls of Workreg. Um, and they talk of diamonds and coal and converting coal to diamonds and uh, dedication and hard work forms coal into diamonds or some bullshit. <laughs> uh, give me a religion check. How about that, guys? You don't see religion checks very much. <laughs> 15? 15? Uh, the, the Nightmare Diamond seems pacified, and it glows a little bit more warmly. What is it you require, Tomar Iron Fist? How charged do you feel? Do you feel replenished at all? Not fully. Do you know enough to answer more questions? I will answer two more questions, and then I will require rest. Okay. So before when my friends were in here and I was talking to you asking where to find Workrag, um, you mentioned to go where the journey began. I was wondering if you, you meant where we grew up with the cave and the weird the weird fountain or were you talking about when I first encountered Warcrag it like floats a little as if kind of considering your question and then you you hear it again finally and it says I was referring to both I thought I was going to say I require worship (laughs) 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 fucking asshole (laughs) okay hmm um, alright, other question. How do I unlock your full potential? I require worship. And when it says at that time, kind you can feel yeah, yeah, you feel like the, the temple itself almost with a little bit of a tremor. Hmm. Well, help me help you, man. <laughs> if there's a better way for which me which I can worship you, then by all means. Um, it floats up and down a little bit, hovering. Um, you get the vague sense that it's kind of calculating something, and the the glow from it changes colors. Instead of like that warm glow, it's it's more of a cool colored glow, like a like a bluish purple. And then it stops floating up and down, and it it's just kind of freezes in midair, and but still like as far as vertically, but it's still slowly pivoting, and. Give me a uh, wisdom save. Natural 20. Natural 20. You feel a very 
intense um, probing inside of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) But you're able to immediately kind of push it off. Uh, You just kind of push it out of your mind. But you are left with an image in your mind. And you, the image shows the nightmare diamond with a flame glowing around it on that altar. And at, in front of the altar, there is a carcass of a humanoid. You can't see any features, but it looks as though the, the throat has been slit and blood is pooling around the corpse. Damn. Hmm. This is a needy diamond. All right. Put a pin in that. I'll be back sometime soon. (laughs) (laughs) Be well, Tomar, Iron Fist. Thanks, Lothiania. Lothiania. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) And then I exit. Okay. Um, And then I look for Brom. Okay. Give me investigation. 13? 13. Um, You ask around a little bit. Brom! (laughs) And, uh, People indicate that they they last saw him entering Busty Belba's a little while ago. That son of a bitch. Lounging on the job <laughs> and I head to the bar. Okay. Herstag. <laughs> what are you gonna do now? Oh wait, yeah, you haven't gotten a pinwin yet. I'm I'm getting to it. Has it been an hour? Uh not yet. Are you gonna do anything else in this meantime? Damn it. Nope. Just resting. Okay. Was that worth it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, Herstag. Edit him out of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Gorble, have you finished in your house? What are you planning on doing? Since we don't have much planned for today, I'll probably just meander around. Okay. So you were you not going to help Penwin hire new people? I'll walk over and see if he's ready to start. Okay, you're gonna head over to the the tavern. Yeah. Okay. Um. You so you actually as you're heading down the road, you see Tomar entering the tavern from down like a block away. Starting early today. Uh. Yeah. Have you seen Brom? No. Okay. Well, I go into the bar. Hi. Okay. Are you here for interviews? Thanks for oh. holding the door. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Pinwin is you as you enter Tomar, you see that Pinwin has set a table up facing the door what pretty the? much. And Brahm is standing by the um by the bar. Behind the bar is Janus. Uh you can and also near the kitchen door is Belba. And uh so Pinwin's set up sitting at this table. Next to Pinwin is Durant, and uh at at uh, Pinwin's side is a uh is is Shadow. And he there's a, a- Oh, we go ahead. Shadow has a bow tie. Shadow has a bow tie. It's formal, <laughs> formal occasion. And yeah, Do and you have a bow tie. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and my big hat, <laughs> the fanciest <laughs> hat of all. And uh, on the table, kind of draped over, is a very hastily scrawled like, "Please apply here" with a smiley face, like <laughs> like slapped on there. And then uh, after you see it's Tomar, you see a few moments later, Gorbel enters as well, Penwin. Hi, guys. I thought we were interviewers, but you're not. Unless... No, you can't. You're with me. Um, <laughs> so interviews are going well. How what? many have you interviewed? None yet. <laughs> <laughs> but that yet is really big. I feel them coming. They're happening. It's a, it's a pregnant It's going to be good. How long has the, the flyer even been up? 
Uh, it's been up like less than an hour. Mm. They're going to be piling in in a second. Who wouldn't want to work at Bestie Bubbles with this ham over here? Pointing to Janus. Janus just like raises his hand up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pinwin, you certainly look the part. Thanks. Brahma word. Uh, yes, yes. And he he goes to the side of the room with you, or you want him to go outside with you? Um, just out of earshot. Really. Okay. What is it, Tomar? The body of Rytus. What did you do with it? We uh, buried it. Where did you bury it? Uh, we buried it outside of the city, uh, it, where we're in our cemetery, where we've been burying some of the dead. Could you do me a huge favor and exhume his body tonight and bring it to the temple? Uh, persuasion. <laughs> Thirteen. He seems uneasy. Tomar, I respect secrets you. Secrets hurt someone. <laughs> I don't. First of all, I don't think that's how it goes. But second of all, I'm gonna need a little bit more information before I go dragging a corpse out of the ground. Hmm. I respect you, but you have to respect me enough to give me information. How about you just tell me where it is? <laughs> it's the most freshly made grave out there in the cemetery. All right. Don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> Did we hear it? Um, no, it was, it, was, oh. it was pretty quiet. Okay. Or I guess give me a perception, and if you, <laughs> if you roll well enough. I mean, 16. <laughs> it's no, my 18. first one for perception, I think. <laughs> So, natural 20. Natural 20. So that gives you a what total? 23. 23. 18. Okay, 18. Uh, Penwin, you don't hear it. You hear... I'm so excited. Gorble, you hear, like, body, right us, and then you hear Brahm say that he's going to need some more information. But you don't hear everything. You just hear those little highlights. Well, my interest has peaked. <laughs> But it was very, very slight. Um, so yeah, then Brom uh, kind of looks at you. Uh, anything else that you need? No, I think I'm good. And at that moment, the door opens again. <gasps> and righteous zombie <laughs> walks through the door. And you guys see um, a familiar face, a lightly mustachioed human soldier, uh, light brown hair, middle part, you recognize Dirk, the soldier that believes he's a wolf. I swear, I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take that distraction to head out of the door. Okay. On my own devices. <laughs> okay. So you you exit. He kind of steps aside. Oh, sorry. Hi there. Are you here for the interviews? Uh, yeah. All right, Durant. What do you think about this? <laughs> Everybody's kind of like, like a sh- like a silence. Durant seems like he's really phoning it in and very like uh it's it seems uh, as if we've got our first person here, Pinwin. Yeah. Alright. So Dirk walks up. I'm gonna shoot from the hip. So here's <laughs> here's the deal. I need a uh part two full time gig, although if it is just a quarter time gig that is perfectly okay too. Here's the deal. Full disclosure, I thought that I had met someone through the mail. They were <laughs> requesting a lot of 
coin. <laughs> and it turns out that it was just going to a vault in Rothia. So now I am down some coin. <laughs> I need to replenish said coin because I have zero coin. I mean, I'm going to ask some... He looks at you, Gorbel, and he winks. That'll win her over. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have money. Uh, Well, you know, money can't buy happiness, but uh, I can show you a good time. Probably not without money. (laughs) We rib each other all the time. It's just part of our natural repartee. Uh, So uh, what what do you need? Uh, when, When can I start? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's there's like some questions. I'm not free for two weeks. <laughs> unrelated note. But before those questions, you're not going to spend this money continuing to mail that money, right? No. You're done with those days? Yeah, no. Unless I meet someone else Just with the mail. friend to friend. Like, Maybe don't. <laughs> Hold on. Don't do it anymore. Please, please describe this person you fell in love with. And well, wasted all your money on. <laughs> Gorbel says with a huge grin. Well, uh, I woke up one morning, and next to my uh, door, as I opened it, there was an envelope, and it said to Dirk from Secret Admirer. So, obviously, opened it up, read through, and my heart was set. <laughs> your rich uncle in Nigeria is <laughs> She painted a picture of untold tragedy. Her homeland was completely ravaged by invaders. And she had seen a picture of me someone had painted. I don't remember posing for this picture, but (laughs) she said she was so enraptured by my beautiful and handsome face. Was it on face scroll? (laughs) Visage scroll. Um, And uh, she said she just was overwhelmed. She knew that I was that valiant hero that she needed to rescue her. And so we sent letters back and forth for weeks, and uh, I just, I fell deeply, deeply in love. And then uh, she said that she wanted to come visit me, so she asked if there was any way I could foot the bill to get her transport. So I gladly took my entire life savings out and sent it there. Uh, Then uh, she said that there, she was robbed on the way by a highwayman, and so she needed more money to recoup her losses. So I was using my paychecks to uh, kind of send it to her. And then uh, up until very recently, I was still doing that uh, till this morning when uh, I kind of put two and two together. And my friends told me that it was a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds scammy. However... I have a keen mind, and I will not be scammed by anyone in this bar because I am now very suspicious of everyone's motives. <laughs> well, Dirk, do you want a drink? Uh, I would actually like my wits about me for the interview. I'm very nervous. I really need this job. Fair <laughs> enough. I was definitely going to charge you. Uh, well, <laughs> gorble with your pranks. <laughs> Someday, you and me, we're going to be so happy together. <laughs> <laughs> It's canon. <laughs> That's going to be in the epilogue. <laughs> and there are hundreds of babies. Uh, it, any additional questions before I get started? I can yeah, start today. Now, now I can like get to the actual interview questions. That was just like a follow-up question <laughs> a to what you said. <laughs> a so, character assessment. Uh, um, 
Yeah. Uh, what are your qualifications for this job? Well, um, back in my hometown, I lived next to a tavern, uh, and I would frequent said tavern, but never have worked, have I, behind a bar of a tavern. I think it would be a cool experience. I think it's slightly less dangerous than going out with uh, Brahms' company and fighting things. Although I am not afraid to fight things, it's just sometimes that hurts. Pinwin, I have a little test. Yeah, go for it, Gorbel. Mix us up a humble brew. Uh, well, do you have, like, the the ingredient list? Because... What I imagine is that it's already made. Do I have to make the brew here? Or do I just pour it? I mean, she, she asked you to make humble brew. Like from scratch? You can do. Where do you think we get it? Well, I figure it's a probably a well-kept family secret. And as from what I hear in Penguin's family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't think I would be allowed to brew it. But I definitely uh, relish the idea of doing it. Is it a secret, Penguin? It is, but I mean, we, we have it. Then who all have you told your secret to? No one. I just, well, someone's been been brewing it. it. I guess maybe I did write it down. (laughs) Who would I entrust with it? Oh my God. So you would have indicated to Janus and Belba they are the principal brewers of of that. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, the people running this place, they've got to distribute the humble brew, so I, yeah. And hopefully they'll use it for good. (laughs) All right, we can start off with something a little bit simpler then. That, I would greatly appreciate it. Although, to be fair, you could have just, like, walked over to the the tap thing there and just poured some in a glass and that would have counted oh shit is this one of them like trick questions to see how good i am man i'm always super bad at that i'm so bad at thinking outside the box like if you give me instructions i will be fantastic probably maybe not it depends on the instructions sometimes they're hard to read sometimes they're a little hard to understand but um yeah so like i'm very task oriented so if you give me a task i will do my version of that task. Do you have any rashes? R- r- rashes? <laughs> or are you saying rashes? Or are you saying rations? Because it. Rashes? I, I also s- gave her my rations. I sent those too. <laughs> so my her man did it. <laughs> sent them over the post. Currently, I have not eaten in two days. So. Another reason um, I am choosing not to imbibe at the moment because I feel it will go immediately to my head and then I will have a terrible interview. But I think it's going pretty good, right? So sure. make something really simple. Everyone knows how to make dragon's grog. Dragon's grog. Are now, now, is this is this a drink or are you trying to test him? Okay, gotcha. He looks blankly <laughs> at you. <laughs> I have not yet learned how to make dragon's grog, but I am an apt pupil, and I will be beholden to anyone who could teach me how to do it so that I might impress Gorbel. Have you ever had a job where you had to manage some financial books? Uh, no, I'm actually dre- like just dreadful at finances. I'm just I'm not great with them. I would prefer if I never had to handle finances, like even simple finances. As we've established, 
I can't be trusted with them sometimes. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. I guess you wouldn't have to do I that. I can't part. make drinks and I'm very untrustworthy. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'll tell you. But right you have out of the no gate. rashes. That's plus, I, I think. Yeah, not nah, n- not to my knowledge. Just no rations. Nah, n- no, I n- no rations whatsoever. No rations. I wish or that rashes. I had a ration. <laughs> Correct. I am I am empty of both. Well, um, like, do you need somebody to sweep? I can sweep. I can clean. I can stand here and look intimidating. Let's see you try that one. Uh, all right. Um, and he goes next to the door, and he kind of straightens his back. He's he like frowns a little bit, and he he's like average amount of intimidating to somebody who, like most people would probably see him and be like, oh, that guy's here to you know stop in case some something gets out of hand. But he's not particularly like he doesn't look badass or anything. <laughs> he doesn't look like he could just whoop everybody's ass. How oh. how's that? Was that good? Oh, yeah. you did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gorble, Sometimes it's really hard to tell if you're joking or not. Because you have that very, very, very extremely, extremely dry wit. It is part of the reason I like you so much. But it is also very difficult to discern whether you are making fun of me or not. You did I great. can make it easy for you. I am. <laughs> okay, see, I, that's the kind of thing I need. Because in addition to all those other negative qualities about me, I also am really bad at reading people. So... <laughs> All right. Um. So, no, you you did wonderful. This was a good interview. That's what I was thinking. That now but I'm, I'm glad keep... that you said that because now I know for sure. So, I will follow that up with, when can I start? Well, we still need to make sure we interview all the candidates so it's fair, you know, and then but, we'll get back to you whether so like, you have it or not. So, like, do I get like special consideration because I'm one of you guys since I'm a wolf? You know, I that will... would be pretty unfair. You, that's, that's you're right. You're right. Can I at least help with the additional interviews? I might have questions that I could ask them, and that would also uh, help you realize that I'm the best candidate for the job. You know, I think that's okay. But before you leave, let me check my pack for a second. Penguin <laughs> rifles through his pack. I don't have. I don't have shit for rations. Here's a grape. <laughs> <laughs> He looks very hungrily at the grape. Here, I will you not, need something. I will not do you the shame of seeing me devour this in one <laughs> one go. No. You won't go. regret this grape. <laughs> but you I am going to go. Grape this. <laughs> I am going to go step into the alleyway at where I will consume it very disgustingly. Thank you, Pinwin. Thank you, Gorble. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Brom and Durant and uh, Shadow. I think that is your name and Shadow. All right, uh, Janus and Bilba. All right, I think I got everybody's names. All right. We'll keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. Find some food. Well, There's gotta if be you hire me, somewhere. hopefully, do we get like a shift meal when we when we work? Like, do you get a meal while you're on a job, like one or two, or you know, is enough to it takes to make sure you don't die of starvation? I mean, well. We'll talk about that later. It's uh, fair enough. Keep yeah. keep your cards close to your chest. That makes sense. So, uh, okay, I bid you all adieu, and I will see you later. Bye. And he leaves, and then immediately once the door closes, you hear like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
We can't hire him, can we? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm hoping we get some other people in. We definitely, definitely can't let him even touch the books. (laughs) (laughs) Just not even look at it. His qualifications were that he looked at a tavern. (laughs) Penguin, please don't forget that he also lived near one. (laughs) So he looked at it extra closely, kind of. He probably absorbed some of the tavern knowledge while he slept. Just not anything about how to make dragons grow? That's, oh man, the simplest drink of all. It was simple. I'm very positive. You know, and he put in some gusto, and he did. He laid all his cards on the table. He told us his cards. Well, so good for him for being <laughs> honest. But oh man, this <laughs> woof. <laughs> there, I mean, I'm not the only person who thinks something is off with that guy, right? He got catfished. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so bad. (laughs) I've never heard of such a terrible catfishing. It doesn't work that well for people, I think. To that extent, his rations? (laughs) He has nothing left, the poor guy. I mean, I have to hand it to him. He cared a lot. <laughs> or he was just very easily manipulated. Got a big but heart. Yeah, so, something's wrong with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I don't think it's an issue of the heart. I think it's somewhere in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tomar, we're going to switch to you real fast. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to m- go back to Hazel's house real quick. Okay. And then I will check to see if they're okay now that it's later in the day. Yeah, um, you do You do find that they are kind of up and moving around and stuff like that. Uh, and Hazel actually kind of has a little bit more of a friendlier vibe to you than she has been since you last saw her. Um, and she, she greets you fairly warmly. Lass? I mean, <laughs> what, what do you want me to call you? Just Hazel or... Hazel's fine. Yeah, that's that's my name. Hello, Hazel. Hello, Tomar. How are you feeling? Uh, a bit better after the stabbing, but um, I think I'm on the mend now. What happened exactly? Uh, well, uh, they they kidnapped the 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 wee ones. And they? Yeah, the the uh, the gentleman that you uh, killed, that you chopped in half, and uh, they I tracked him. And when I tried to stop them, they uh, attacked me. They uh, overpowered me. And uh, it was uh, not my finest moment. But uh, I think their blades were poisonous. And that's why. Because I don't think that they uh, normally would have been able to take me. Were they in town when they took the kids? Yes, they were. Have you seen them before? No, that was the first time. You're the captain of the guard now, which congrats for taking that responsibility. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Tomar. I'm assuming we need more guards if something like that is able to happen. Well, it's it's funny because it's kind of a rotating schedule, and uh, most of the soldiers here, they kind of take turns being guards. Uh, there's like a, there's a two-day kind of swap out, and so every second day, uh, the same people kind of cycle through, but we seem to be well-staffed. Uh, 
it's just that now we're getting more um, strangers in every day and it's hard to vet who's uh, good and who's bad and uh, rather than just throw them all into the jail we've been giving people the benefit of the doubt we've got some interested parties that are uh, coming in and, and leaving and of course we've got the ships that are arriving so um, it's it's really difficult sometimes to tell that someone's going to do something like that just because they are hanging out in the city well I would say and I don't want to tell you how to do your job but then don't but we don't want everyone knowing about this place I agree it's surprising that so many people have shown up in the last few months that's why I'm saying don't let strangers in here Tell your soldiers, your men, not to let anyone in unless one of us happens to be here to approve their entry. What about the ships arriving? Well, Nugget knows who's coming and going there. Um, if you don't trust Nugget, then if you have another person in mind, maybe somebody from Heart Valley that you remember that was particularly good at their job, if we could reach out to them, send a raven their way. Well, I I definitely trust Nugget, but uh, yeah, we could definitely do with a, a bit more uh, trustworthy people. Um, though uh, I don't know how trustworthy anybody from Heart Valley would be right now, considering the state of the place. Yeah, they're a bunch of weirdos now. Um, where do the new people go when they come here? Uh, well, a lot of them will stay at uh, the uh, the tavern or uh, the inns. Um, there's a couple of inns now. Um, one of them was taken over by uh, the uh, followers of Wirecrag. Uh, but uh, there's a there's a couple of inns that they stay at. And uh, some of them will uh, talk to Burr about uh, setting up uh, kind of a, a waiting list so that they could uh, become full-fledged citizens. There isn't really a, a very firm system for this sort of thing. There's a, there a lot of infrastructure when it came to the actual... Uh, structuring the businesses and stuff like that but I think it becomes a little bit more muddy when you start getting people coming in from the outside it gets a bit more difficult to, de- to figure that sort of thing out. Why do they need access to this place? Do you ask them what business they have here? No, most of the people it seems like they're interested in uh, traveling here and uh, visiting because it is a new route um, on, the, on the trade you've, you've created quite a place for trade here uh, surprisingly, with what little resources you've actually sent out. Um, but there are, of course, most of the people that do come in are on the uh, supply uh, ships coming in. You guys order a lot of stuff uh, to help with the war effort. Well, okay. I want us to be able to interview, not interview, but question uh, and have a talk with the people who run businesses here. All right, and we can set up like a task force or something. Is that what you're suggesting? Well, I just want to know who who's doing business in and out of here. All right, that's a uh, that's a good thing to know. Know as much about them as possible. I mean, they could be sending all sorts of information about what we are here to other parties, um, and I don't want to close off the city all the way, but I mean, if they're contributing to the finances of the town, then that's good. Do we have, like, a bank where we deal with all of our finances? We we do have a treasury. It, it uh, seems uh, that's where 
Uh, a big bulk of the, the funds are it's very heavily guarded. We make sure of that. Who's in charge of it? Uh, I'm technically in charge of that. I make sure that it's guarded. Uh, but you've got uh, Warren Onyx Head. He's uh, he's kind of keeping tabs on all the uh, the actual funding. Who the hell is that? Uh, he's a he's a gentleman that he's been here longer than I've been here. Hmm. Well, I definitely want to talk to him too. Um, have you seen Gil and Michael at all? Uh, he if if he's in town, if he's not at home, he tends to. I see him walking through the streets on the way to the Shade Gazer Manor. So he just goes there, basically? Nowhere else? Uh, sometimes he goes and visits his daughter and son-in-law. Uh, they live right next to the uh, the inn that houses the followers of Wirecrag. Okay. Well, we might be out soon on other business, but I will want to speak to these people eventually. Just keep a close eye on them. I don't know how thoroughly Gorble and Pinwin had screened anyone that came in here before I got here, but I would like to do that more efficiently. Um, but, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking business, thinking security for the town. Yeah, it's been... It's, it's nice. It's been a while since we've seen each other, and the first thing you want to talk about is business. Well, I just don't... I don't want you guys to be taken again. That shouldn't be able to happen here. I suppose that it's a it's a nice sentiment in its Somehow, own way. Somehow, Rytus was able to hire thugs, not from here, abscond with the kids, and then set up this whole backwards thing. I'm not from I'm, his jail cell. I'm I'm with you a hundred percent on that. I just think it's a bit funny that uh, that's the first thing you say to me. But you know. That's fine. I've got to get to work. So. The first thing I said to you was, "How are you feeling?" Yeah, no, you and did. I'm, you definitely did, Tomar. That you, you definitely better. did. So I do have to get back to work. Uh, are you going to watch the kids, or should I get the maid? I mean, I can watch them a little bit. I think. What do they need? Well, they just ate, so uh, maybe you can play with them a little bit. How do? You, what do you do to them? Uh, I'm sure you'll figure it out, Tomar. You're a smart guy. You can really. Uh, really capable and figuring all the stuff out for the city so I think you'll be okay and then she just immediately walks past you and out the door and the babies are I look like- awkwardly <laughs> at the babies <laughs> the uh the boy Tozel Hazen sorry Hazen looks up at you with his chubby cheeks Blah. <laughs> and now we're gonna switch back to you Hurstay <laughs> you fucked up that conversation <laughs> Hazel will remember this <laughs> Uh, Herstag, it has been an hour. Moo. Uh, project my consciousness. Gross. <clears throat> All over the place. <laughs> um, I'm going to project my consciousness. Okay. The spell is kind of complicated. Mm. So it has two ways to... Um, affect the modifier mm-hmm. like that they have to roll to save against it. So there's knowledge, which is like secondhand, you have heard of the target, you met them, or you know the target well. Then there's a connection, which is like a likeness or picture, possession or garment. Then you can have like a body part, like uh, fingernails or something. Um, but so I figure you choose one. Yeah, like depending on who you're trying to contact. Yeah, and I don't have like body parts of the people that I'm trying yeah. to scry. Okay, so I will try to scry 
would you consider that time that I saw um, Jennifer, would you consider that meeting someone? Yes. Gorbel might have a feather. No metagaming. <laughs> so Man, that, that would be firsthand because mm-hmm. I had uh, met someone, yeah. Okay, so yeah, firsthand, so they would get, um, it would just be a straight roll. I wouldn't have any, um, like, bonus or anything to that. Okay. And it is a wisdom save? Um, yes. Of? Of 18. Um, but they can sense, I think, that I'm trying to scry on them. So so they they can can choose to... Accept. Um, if the tar- if a target knows you're casting the spell, so maybe you'd have to. I do think a they would have to see, check yeah. or something. And if, they, if it's from far away, then they wouldn't know necessarily. <laughs> but like maybe they can sense it yeah, coming kinda, on or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're going for Jennifer. Yeah. Okay. You scry. You are. In a well-lit chamber, it's very... A pot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like vaulted ceilings. It looks very, very ornate. Um, Almost as if this might be a royal chamber of some kind. Uh, It's a hallway. And now you can see around you there is a throne. It is empty at the moment. But you can also see a floating orb of magical energy right next to this throne. And inside, you can see a chicken without hat or cape. Looks just like a chicken, but very similar to the brown chicken that you saw. Wings stretch straight out inside of this orb in a state of suspension. Head down as if unconscious. Next to a throne? Next to a throne. An empty throne. Is it like Super fancy throne room? Yes, it's a very, very fancy throne room. Mm. I'll try to just... Can I do like a 360 degree turn around to see if I can spot anything in there? The most prominent feature that you see is the banner of Veldolin hanging everywhere from the parapets inside of this throne room. You could very easily surmise that you are in the audience hall of what's supposed to be the king of Vildalin. Wow. But it's completely empty. Well lit, as it is morning. Okay. Large windows kind of throughout. Um, some of them depicting images. They're stained glass, but some of them are just plain windows. Okay. I'll drop it. Okay. Back to the tavern. Okay. It's been a few minutes, and uh, the next person arrives. The door pushes open. Hi, welcome to Buster Bamba's. I'm so excited you're here for the interview. And you see <laughs> a little halfling. You don't quite recognize him. Ver- you you think at first, Pinwin, that you recognize him. He's got like really like messed up blonde hair. Um, he looks kind of dirty. Um, he, he's wearing like 
um, like a very like poorly uh, made shirt that's like a couple sizes too big and like baggy pants with a very like tightly cinched belt um, and like these big boots that definitely don't fit him properly. Gorbel, you immediately recognize him as Jeff, the halfling from Deepminster, or sorry, from Ravenmore that you guys encountered all those years ago. <laughs> Wait, Jeff, is that who like Willem was holding up and moving around? Yeah. Oh, and, oh, I forgot about that. That was yeah, hilarious. That was he, he my like favorite in, thing. Hey, guys, how's it going? Um, Yep, it's me, Jeff. And Gorbel, you remember that you the job you gave him that he's not done a great job at was working at the tannery, being in charge of the tannery. Um, And he he's he's kind of looking around the uh, tavern. So, like, um, can we, like, uh, hurry this along? Because uh, I left uh, the uh, the tannery unlocked. And I'm, I gotta get back there, but I, this is the only free moment I had. So, oh. Jeff, should we take this interview as your resignation from your current position? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only if you give me this job, because the tannery thing, I think you and I can both agree it's not working out very well. <laughs> okay. Show us what you got. Well, if if you guys remember, <laughs> he starts stripping. <laughs> if you if you guys remember, I I am kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to things. Um, master of none, and um, I I like a, I like a shot here at uh, working working here at Busty Belba's. Seems like I'd have a lot less responsibility, and that um it'd be a little bit easier on me. <clears throat> what, 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 what what would you like me to do? Have you ever made drinks before? Yeah, I've made drinks. Oh, um, can you make... Whoa, 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 what was that? He, like, freezes and he, like, cocks his head to the side and listens. Never mind. All right, cool. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> what were you saying? Um, can, um... <laughs> can... What did you hear? Uh, it was, I guess it was nothing. I, I thought I heard someone say, Jeff, Jeff, get back here. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like really worried. There's a there's like this really mean uh, hooker here in town, and she's like she she says I owe her money, but I don't actually owe her money because I've never actually used her services. Not that I'm against that sort of thing, and I think a woman's body is her her thing, but she's definitely trying to take advantage of the fact that um that I I I I, I, I will allow the social contra- uh, contract to kind of take place, and uh, sometimes I, I get a little bit nervous, and sometimes I just you know I, I rather than kind of rock the boat. I'd rather just, you know, make him go away really fast so she thinks that she can hustle me for cash. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think she's even, like, a, 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 a prostitute. I think she might just be, like, just mean. <laughs> wow. All right. In this position, you might need a bit more of a backbone, Jeff. Yeah, I'm just, I'm hoping for um, that... I'm, I'm I'm hoping that I won't actually have to like uh, deal with a lot of consequence or or or, or conflict even um, or really just anything that involves like being in charge of stuff where uh, where people get mad at you. Don't you know the name of the story arc is consequence? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that doesn't make any sense to me, Penguin. I'm not sure what you're talking about. That was out of character. <laughs> you're you're out of character. This whole courtroom's out of character. <laughs> Order in the court. <laughs> Um, okay. Jeff, how about yeah. you head behind the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Mix us all a drink. What, 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 uh, what do you like, Gorble? I'll have a whimsy. Okay, and and, and, and Pinwin? Um, go ahead and see if you can't get me a Hummel Brew. Um, another thing, too, while you're making these drinks, pretend someone just walked in the door and you need to greet them. Show me what that looks like. Um, oh, oh, okay. Um, um, I'll start the drinks and then you say, you say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in the tavern or something to kind of indicate okay, that somebody walked yeah. in. Okay. Oh, here, I'll just step outside and come back in. I was going to say, yeah. it'd be funny if you made Brom do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and he starts like looking around behind the bar. Um, he grabs one mug, and uh, he kinda, he looks at um, the different kegs that you have behind the bar, and he picks the correct one for humble brew. He like takes a few moments, and then he and he sets that on the counter. Um, I, I, here you here you go, Pinwin, and now I'll start m- making the the whimsy. Um, I kick uh, the door in. <laughs> Oh, hi! <laughs> he, like, has the most terrified, but, like, trying so hard to look pleasant grin on his face. My crossbow, ah! my crossbow is out. It's not loaded. <laughs> That's a mighty fine weapon you've got there. What are you pl- pl- planning, planning on doing with it? Persuading you into giving me all your money. No, I'm so I don't. I don't think that that's appropriate, and I think that um, if if you thought that that was an appropriate reaction inside of this tavern, then you should go to a different tavern because this tavern doesn't put up with that k- k- kind of stuff. Jeff, that was really good. That was good. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> he like lo- he like looks completely exhausted. His face is red. He's out of breath. Can can you can you put the the uh, the, the crossbow away now, Gorble? Please, it's it's um, uh, it's I making me it uncomfortable. Him. It's not even loaded. Jeff is dead. <laughs> I tuck it away. But thanks. Um um um. Let's see here. Uh, he makes what appears to be a decent whimsy. Okay. Next scenario. Oh, no. (laughs) Imagine we're a group of about 20 people. Um, Oh, okay. We want the drinks to come fast. Okay, okay. We all have custom orders. Okay, okay. Um, What are the the orders that, that, that this group has? We need... Two whimsies. Two, two whimsies. Okay. And he starts Five humble rushing. brews. Oh, okay. Three dragons grogs. Okay. Uh, he's like rushing around like shakily. There's like liquids flying all over the place. <laughs> uh, okay. Any more? And he sets down the two whimsies. Five shots the, the of five simple humble syrup. Simple syrup. It's a oh man, um, uh, line. <laughs> he looks at you, Penguin. Where's the simple s- s- syrup? Do we have simple syrup? Oh no, <laughs> Gorble's gonna shoot me. <laughs> yeah, there are five patrons uh, who need uh, some sugar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. He like ducks. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you point. To, he ducks down behind the bar. <laughs> he had. A, he was clutching a bag of actual sugar, like. <laughs> <laughs> like ready to just pour it, but he finds the container of simple simple syrup, and he's just like starts shakily pouring it. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 he's setting them all up on the bar, and there's like it's like spilled a little bit, but most of it's in there. Uh, what, 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 what else would you like? Two shade home cocktails. Okay, all right. Um, um, uh, I don't know that one. What? What? Uh, ma- ma- ma'am, uh, what? What's in a sh- sh- shade home cocktail? Could you explain it to me? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm unfamiliar. It's my first day. <laughs> that one was a trick. Um, uh, good d- job. Yeah. Uh, th- thanks. Uh, do, do you still need one or no. two? Sorry, two. No, really quick. Okay, I'm gonna pretend that I'm the person from this group that's paying for it. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay, so I'm kind of sure on gold. Can you cut me a deal? Cause I'm like from around here. Uh, what, you're you're from you're from around here. Um um. And he like is looking up, trying to like figure something out. Uh, how much do, do you have? Um, I can pay for like the couple of whimsies, but that's about it. Uh, oh, uh, a couple whim- whimsies. Well, that's unfortunate because it's twenty gold. You stupid asshole. He's like out of breath. All right, Jeff. Another scenario. Oh no! <laughs> you know when you work, a lot of scenarios could happen. Oh, where's so, the hey one man. where uh, what's her name? Uh, Lydia is her name. Lydia. Lydia. The God. What is it? the blonde? The blonde warrior chick. What are you talking? With one arm. Lita. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Where's the scenario where Lita comes in demanding sex on the job? Or something? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> hey man. So I'm a bard and I do a lot of gigs. I'm pretty popular and I could probably get this place on the map if you let me do a show here. Uh, um. Uh, it's mostly acoustic. Really mellow. Uh, uh, okay, but we're gonna we're gonna we're, we'll we'll allow you to sh- to show up, but but you have to make sure anybody who comes to see you they they have to indicate to to me, and we'll we'll take a tally, and that way that eh, that's the way we can tell if if they came to see you, and then we'll get you a cut of the bar. But like, I promise I'll bring in a huge crowd, so. Well, 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 well that, that, that's, all, that's all fine and good, but we, 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 we need a deposit for something like that. So, uh, and he like looks at Pinwin. Uh, is that right? That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. If we're here, though, say that we have to interview them as musicians. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that I would be allowed to do that. And this isn't really a criticism of you, but generally, if somebody comes in saying they want to play acoustic music like yeah, that, we just. Mm-mm. We just say mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get them out. What other this music? This is supposed are we to be kind of about? an upbeat place. Uh, are they supposed oh. to be playing like electric guitar and keyboards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to come in with bows a blazing. Bows like violin bows. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just defer any anything like that to, to, to you you or or Pinwin. Okay. Um. Hmm. I pull Pinwin aside. He's doing. Jeff is kind of killing it. Yeah. Who is this guy? You seem like you know him. He's a nervous wreck. I kind of picked up on that. 
I haven't seen him in a long Man, time. Man, pretty good under pressure, though. Wow. Strangely enough, yeah. It's <laughs> wild. Huh. Um, do you want to give the audience a little preface about preface about? Jeff? Okay, so Jeff, that's one of my favorite experiences for some reason. I so Jeff, it. in the very first arc that these players encounter, they were in Ravenmore, the city, and Jeff was basically being held hostage <laughs> inside of a crime syndicate. Not to be confused with the D twenty syndicate, a crime syndicate's kind of headquarters, and uh, he was basically taken captive by the wolves at the time, which contained, uh, or Penguin was not yet there. It was Lewin, Willem, Gorbel, Smoochie, and Tomar. And uh, they kind of led him through um, the the place, or he led them through the place and encountered a lot of baddies. And uh, yeah, and then he disappeared into the night. And then he returned later on um, as the city was collapsing to lead them out of the city safely. So he did a good thing after being kind of a little shithead. <laughs> what was really fun about him leading us through was that we had to hold him up because he was so little. So we were like shining him around the house. To yeah. yeah, he was shit. keeping him as like the meat shield, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I yeah. just like that. And he was exactly the same way the entire time. Like, ah, there's people around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it was super fun. Okay. Well, shoot. Um, do we? This puts us in a bit of a bind with the tannery, though. Yeah. Um, why was he so bad at the tannery? What wasn't clicking there? I don't know. It seems really simple to me. I mean, me. he did leave it unlocked. <laughs> That's kind of he. We definitely need to teach him. He needs to all when in doubt lock up. Cause whoa. But I mean. Aside from that little tidbit and whatever's happening at the tannery, <laughs> pretty top good. contender. He definitely is definitely top one of two. Even <laughs> though I've really, really, uh, Derek needs food, <laughs> but I don't think he's gonna get it this way. I just don't. <laughs> uh, can we give him like a window washing job somewhere? Do we have the funds in our town? What about the tannery? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. He's he's not here, so. Right. You wouldn't react like that to it. So, I've never really worked too much around tanneries, but like, do you think Dirk could handle working at a tannery? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he could handle working anywhere. Well. Maybe we'll get some other interviewers. We're kind of double interviewing for the tannery just in case this is our top contender. <laughs> Secret interview. Right? And so we'll just start asking them questions about leather. It's fine. They'll think it's part of the bar. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They're all idiots. Uh, I should probably get back. There. Right. Do you have any yes. more questions for me? Yeah. Just when in doubt, lock up. No matter where you yeah. work, that's probably a good Thing. That's, um, a, that's a good idea. Sorry, I was just wor- worried I was going to be late and miss it. My opportunity for for success. Sure. Well, thank you for coming. I just have one last question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any rashes? <laughs> rashes? Sorry. Do you have any rashes? Well, um, that's a, that's a, a bit a bit of a personal question. <laughs> when does this pertain to the job? I feel be- like you're not legally allowed to ask me that. And <laughs> <laughs> when I think he's I right, mean, good good response, but. Would you spend the work money on rice cream? 
What? <laughs> what, 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 what? This is a weird outside never, of the box question. Never mind. Yeah, you know. What I, I, what I do with my money it. on my time is my personal business. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. That, that. I think that was it. Um. Okay. Bye. Yeah, and bye, he just rushes out of the tavern to the door. We'll let you like, know. Herstag. Yes. So, you are. You've finished scrying. What would you like to do now? <clears throat> um, well, I don't know what this box really, how to work it. Um, <clears throat> Did you turn it off and on again? <laughs> I want to try to pick it up and see. It, does it look like how big? and? It's about two foot wide, and okay. it's about one and a half feet tall. So it looks like a, a nice, sizable chest. I'm going to pick it up and try to find some way to comfortably carry it. Okay. Um, the minute you touch this chest on the side and attempt to lift it, you notice that it shrinks down to about the size of like a ring uh, box. Hmm. And it's extremely light. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is a funky chest. <laughs> um Well, I'm gonna shove that into my backpack. Okay. And I'm gonna look around my house a little bit. Just kinda hmm. That was a it's a good job. Good job, Erstag. <laughs> and then uh, I'm gonna Head oh, also for doing that, uh, you will now be inspired. So you will have inspiration. <clears throat> Herstek probably talks to himself a lot. <laughs> think about it. He's been around it. trees. And uh, I'm going to head down into the town and look for my friends. Give me investigation. Eight. Um, so you were just kind of like milling about, like looking around. You're like, I'm, you're thinking to yourself, like, you're not sure how you're going to find them, but you think you'll eventually find them. Yeah, it's no problem. I'll just wander around until they see me. (laughs) (laughs) Tomar. Eventually, the nanny shows up and uh, offers to watch the children for you. Uh, Same one from before. Well, can we find out how I did at parenting? Yeah. Well, what were you doing in that meantime? Uh, <laughs> not knowing what to do. Uh, I I try to do what my dad used to do mm-hmm. with little kids, and he always liked to bounce them on each leg. Okay. And he'd make a like a funny voice, be like, "Oh, home off to the town." Okay, so you're gonna bounce these babies on your knee. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me performance. <laughs> Hope I don't fumble. Yeah. <laughs> you just kick them across the room. <laughs> I'm a good father. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, it starts to come back to you. It seems like a pretty natural thing. Uh, they're babies, so they're very easily uh, placated by uh, by this. And you're like, oh, I'm off to town. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Then I take some time for seriousness, and I tell 
uh, Wyra, the story of Agrimen Hammerhand and how he created the first forge in the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit beyond her understanding, but she is a captive audience. She just kind of stares at you while you tell the story. She got it. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually the nanny shows up and offers to take over for you. Oh, thank God. Um, I have business to attend to. Uh, they've been fed. I, th- I'm, I think they're good for a while. They might need to change in soon. What that one smells a little bit, <laughs> but I must up- away. <laughs> <laughs> she thanks you. All right, so I head out and yeah. then, uh, head back to the tavern. Okay. Um, you head back to the tavern and you see, um, actually. As you cross Herstag, you see Tomar. Everybody's catching Tomar. You watch him cross the street and head into the tavern. But it's way far off, so it's not within, like, you'd have to, like, really shout if you wanted to get his attention. Or you could just watch him. I'll just head that way. Okay. You head into the tavern. You guys watch. Okay, so, Pinwin, the door opens. Hi, welcome to Busty Robbers. I'm so glad you're here for an interview. It's Tomar. Pinwin. Oh, Gekwa, doing that, you're spooking me. Well, um, I, I thought you were an interviewer potential. Both Durant and Brom have, like, started dozing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. They'll just take a little nap until Tomar, we get our next people. What were you talking to Brom about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Before you ran out the door? Uh, that was a while ago. I was just playing with the babies for a long time, so it could have been anything. Uh, what's going on over here? Something about a body? <laughs> a body? I don't know what that could have been. <laughs> I asked him about his body of work. <laughs> um, anybody have a drink? I'm a... <laughs> Are you guys open yet? <laughs> Are you serving? Did you I, find a? Did you I, find a? And as just in the nick of time, Tomar, <laughs> the door opens again. Penny. Hi, welcome to Busty Belfast. I'm so excited to be here for an interview. And it's Herstag. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. Hi, oh, Herstag. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? What's wrong with me? I'm sorry. I thought you were. I, unless you no, you can't work here with me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Uh, well, I got a, a house set up across town. Yay! And you found an empty one? No, I made one. Oh, my God. Did you get a permit for that? Well, I asked if I, I <laughs> asked just somebody. It's bulldoze right now. Did I ask Not you, down, <laughs> I suggested you move into one of the existing structures. There's a pretty hefty fine that goes along with that hearse tag. Oh. Well, you'll be happy to know that I just increased the health of your crops for the next year. So that should probably make up for it. Did you get a permit for that? (laughs) (laughs) Get just go plants willy nilly. Where's the permit shop? Where's the plant permit? (laughs) You need a plant permit. Oh, God, I'm just fucking with you. Um, so, we have things on the agenda. Yeah, like finding someone for the tannery. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, we need to... 
talk to Gilla, Michael. Did anyone talk to him yet? Not yet. I should mention, Lewin is in my bed. Why? Oh. You know, I had a better plan when I was heading down there, and then I got there, and I was just like, maybe I'll just take her. Maybe I can find somebody who can figure out what's going on with her. Ursday, do you think you could do that? Hmm. Maybe. Could she work at the tannery? I can't even figure out how to Wait, work this box. I though. guess she's in it. I, f- I pull out. <laughs> I pull out my little box, <laughs> and I show it to him. So I found this box in my new house. Treasure? Yeah. <gasps> how yeah. did you find a box in a house that you just built? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I'm wondering if I accidentally built my house around the box. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a. Pretty big coincidence. But sometimes yeah. stuff just like happens around me. Pinwin, so did know. you open your chest? You know, I didn't. We. How did so you? Distracted how did you manage this. to resist that? I got really distracted. I mean, now that you mentioned it, I'd like to open it. We should also figure out how to work this. Can chest. I open it? So, but we also need to do interviews. So, but I don't see anyone in here right now. As if summoned from some otherworldly plane, <laughs> the door opens. Oh. Hi, welcome to Misty Bubbles. I'm so excited you're here for an interview. And in steps, Alphaba. Alphaba! She looks better than she did when you guys originally saw her. She looks a bit more fed. I go up to her second, oh, I elbow him and so good now. nod towards the door. Everyone looks at her <laughs> second. I nod, I nod at her. <laughs> She nods back to you, her stag, and then she uh, kind of looks around. You can see that she's moving her fingers in a weird way, um, but she—it's not. She's like almost doing it subconsciously. She's casting a spell. <laughs> Get her <laughs> in a weird way. In a, in, a, in something that you guys wouldn't recognize, uh, but it's almost like it's like an afterthought. Um, we don't tolerate gang slang. Here. <laughs> Is it like? A nervous thing, or like a it looks maybe slightly evil villain. Uh, thing. Give me an insight. Or check. trying to communicate with us. Hmm. Hopefully, someone else. Thirteen. Eighteen plus a lot. You all. Nine, because I rolled a four. You look so good. Eighteen. 18. Yeah, you two, you, Tomar, and you, Gorbel, are pretty sure that um, she probably communicates some way using her hands, and it seems like she's just absentmindedly doing it at the moment. But then she points at the sign on the uh, on the table. Yay! Okay, you want to find... Okay. Um, I will go ahead and I will cast Message. All right, you cast a message, and now you can speak freely with her. Hi, I'm so excited you're here for an interview. I'm just looking at them back and forth, not understanding. Yes, here for an interview. Great. Okay. Um. Okay, guys, so you might have to relay the questions to me. I guess you can ask the questions. You don't have to relate to me. You ask the questions, she'll answer to me. I'll relay answers to you. Couldn't we have just telepathic bonded? Oh. 
And that seems like a huge waste. Equal opportunity, Gorble. I didn't Equal say we're not hiring Gorbel. her. <laughs> Fine, I'll waste telepathic bond <laughs> on this situation. Yay. Is that a ritual? No. Oh. oh, yes. You could just spend ten minutes and do it as a ritual if you wanted. Instead of Instead using, of a, spell using slot. a spell slot. Actually, you could have been doing the, that this whole time. <laughs> Is that what that little R means? <laughs> I know what else it stands for. Do I? <laughs> really, really smart? Yeah. 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 All right, so you well, cast it? As a ritual? As a ritual. Give me you, a minute. You, so okay. for the next ten minutes, if you would like, you can communicate with Elphaba through I'll just message. be shooting the shit with her. Okay, yeah. Um, so how's it going? It's it's going a lot better than it was. Oh, I'm so good. And you get and as she responds to you, Pin, when you're now picking up that she's her fingers and hands are still moving every, but they stop when she's not responding to you. It's it's seriously as if it's some so sort it's of like subconscious, signing. yeah, in a sense. Okay. I'm gonna talk to her stag real quick. Okay. Hey, buddy. Um, hey there. I noticed back in the prison you gave her a wink. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh... You fancy her, do you? I wink at everybody I give healing to. Oh, are you being coy? I've never seen you wink at me before. I haven't healed you before. <laughs> You're not into that? <laughs> How does she look? Um, let's find out. Because I know nothing about her personality yet. Oh, she's fine as fuck. Uh, I rolled a natural 20. Um, so, yeah, she's beautiful. Both of you guys, all of you would find her beautiful. But if you're particularly attracted to dwarves, she's fucking jaw-dropping. Halle Berry of dwarves. Yes. <laughs> We're all going to be fighting over her. <laughs> um, Looks like quite the looker to me. I mean... I mean, yeah... Yeah. Yeah, it was hard to tell before when she was like all emaciated, but now that she's, she's like she's cleaned up. Yeah, a she's cleaned bit. up. She's you know she's obviously eaten a little bit more healthily, so she's filled out a little. And bit. it went right to the boobs. <laughs> Just one of them. Um, uh, she's a freak, really. Um, but uh, yeah, no, she's she's beautiful. Um, I'm actually a little bit scared. What? Like I might be freaking out a bit. Why? Um, look at her. Yeah, but you should totally talk to her. <laughs> Maria, <laughs> the, wo- the woman I fell in love with, uh, she was beautiful too. But this is kind of a different situation. She kind of approached me. She was very forward. Um, Elphaba looks kind of standoffish. But maybe offer a drink or something. Um. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I could do that. I would suggest maybe coming out the beard a little bit. Yeah, I'll go into a corner and do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. I'll go stand awkwardly in the corner facing the wall. Okay, we'll say that you groom, groom yourself for like 10 minutes. Enough time for you to cast uh, 
your spell, Gorble, which for some reason is escaping me right now. Telepathic Telepathic bond, bond, yes. Um, Yeah, and now you are able to cast it. All right. I include the whole group. Okay, everyone in here? All right. This is very nice, so much better. I'm so glad we got to catch up, though. That was great. Yes, it was pleasant. Yeah. Okay, so shall we start the interview? Yes, let's start the interview. Okay, um, what are your qualifications? Well, I used to run a tavern, um, so I know my way around one. I think she's perfect. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sold. Yeah. That's a good qualification. Yeah, that's, a, that's like the best one you could have. Wow, yeah, you ran a tavern? Cool. How long, I'm sorry if this is forward, how long have you not been able to speak? My entire life. So this how, is a very strange sensation for me. So how did you work around that in a tavern? Well, I had a very helpful staff, and I, they all understood the way that I speak. I spoke with jesters, and they learned. Oh, well, we can, we can learn, too. If that we could do that. There's more to management than just being able to speak. Very true. Is this a management position you're offering? I mean... It's kind of like a... Does this tavern have a manager? Well, Me. that's Pinwin. Oh. Yeah, so I mean... But you're not here, like... I'm not. Ever. Um, so you kept you kept track of the books and stuff before? I Yes, I did. Wow, okay. Um, so you're pretty good at making drinks? I'm, I'm, I'm decent at it, yeah. Can you make me a Tomar? What's a Tomar? Hmm, she doesn't know what a Tomar is. Get out. I'm just kidding. It is a little specific. I'm just kidding. It's rum and warm milk. With she she, she looks, at, looks at I think I can manage that. Why is it so weird for everyone? Because it's, it's not, weird. It's not weird. It's just it's just not a, a lot to that. Well, impress me. How can you make it stand out? Um, okay. And she goes around the, the bar and she kind of looks around a little bit and she's having a tough time finding her way like where everything's at and she says where where do you keep your rum um the just, rum room <laughs> um just beneath in like that cupboard there below okay and you kind of indicate she keeps asking where certain things are and uh she eventually is able to get all the ingredients together and let's see how she does she uh sets it in front of you Tomar um, and uh, you take a sip, and it's not very good. It's like the, it's like too. It's not sweet enough, but it also doesn't taste alcoholic enough. Like it's all kind of, um, it's just not very well made from what you you like. I look over at Gorbel and I give her like a hmm <laughs> expression. But then I look over at her stag and I give him a mm. <laughs> expression. <laughs> Must be good. <laughs> so she's hired. Um. All right. Now, it, now we yeah. had a lot of interviews today. We have. Um. We should probably ask other questions. Um. Weird, random question. Have you ever worked with leather? I have not. No. <laughs> Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Just random. I don't know if it was necessarily for the interview. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think through my catalog of thoughts. I keep thinking about if they have a rash, but 
It's probably right. I probably can't ask if they have a rash. A rash? Oh, God, I forgot we're connected through thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it was a whole thing. It's fine. Um, hmm, well. This is what you've been asking people that have been coming in here? (laughs) They have rashes and, like, leather? I just (laughs) asked a couple times. It's fine. Not the leather. The leather's new. How are you used to working late? Long hours? Yes. How can we trust you in this town? Mm. Um, that's a complicated question. I don't know. What were you doing that. in the cell in that other town? Um, my husband was taken, as was I, and then he was killed. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't, somehow that's funny. No, um, Gorble just made like a. You're, you've gotten in, man. Look <laughs> I gave him a really disappointed look when you said husband, but then when you said dead husband, like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't I wasn't very compliant, nope. and so rather than um, put me in the pen with the others, they decided to take me to the dungeons. Are you like a fighter or something? N- n- no, not exactly. No, I just. I, I, I wasn't going to go peacefully while they took him away. I admire that. That's commendable. Do you know magic? I, I, I know a little, but not enough for to be of any use in combat, if that's what you're asking. Not necessarily in combat. What do you like to do for fun in your free time? Well, um, I like to sew. I like to run numbers that brings me a sense of calmness and joy um, I like to read what is your five year plan um, well I suppose it would be um, get vengeance on the uh, people who did this to me very relatable I meant career wise beyond that I haven't really thought about it my tavern was burned to the ground so I'd like to save up some money to rebuild it. What did, Do you have a specialty drink? Um, yeah. Yeah. And she looks around a little bit. And she starts kind of whipping some stuff together. You see that she takes a little bit of like dried, like what appears to be basil, tears it up, drops it in, mm. shakes, shakes it a little bit, um, flips it upside down on the bar, flips it back up, and uh, she like looks around. Um, can can I get a light from somebody? Um. <laughs> I don't know if I have a light. I'll pass. No. Oh. <laughs> I got one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes. Are you, I'm assuming you're giving her like a uh, flint and steel. I was going to give a torch because I don't know. If I have that. <laughs> a torch. <laughs> you have a light. I spell. don't know. Oh. Never mind. No, <laughs> I'm going to cast light. Okay, you hit the. Uh, she indicates to hit the the drink itself, and it has this light, nice little thing. And she sets it on the edge of the bar, and she says, "I've been watching the uh, the people here. The people that are most interesting to me are the the worshippers here, and they do a lot with fire. So I was inspired to make this drink. Cool." I'll try it. Mm-hmm. All right. Blow it out. Take a sip. It's what? fantastic. 
Hot damn, mama, that good as hell. <laughs> I am whispering my brain. It doesn't have a name, but I was planning on naming it after some feature of that religion. Good as hell. Uh, well, the religion you're speaking of is uh, the deity Warcrag, the god of the mountain. He has a dwarf. You haven't heard of him? Oh. I haven't seen any worshippers. Those are... Aren't those just fairy tales? Um, no. And then I <laughs> take some time to tell her of the legend of <laughs> Hammer Hand striking the obsidian heart of the Soul Forge. And I'll try to mm. listen. Hey, Tomar, we only have an hour with this. <laughs> this is important. Okay, uh, give me... And then the flames of the forge consumed him, but then his essence powered the mountain and the dwarves were born. Wow. All right, so let's call this the Agriman's Flame drink. I like it. You should make another one and have them try it. Okay. Exact same roll. <laughs> so she whips one up for, for you guys to try as well. And it's super fucking tasty. Mm, that is really delicious. There, and there, oh, there's something for both you, Tomar, and you, Herstag, there's just something weirdly nostalgic about this drink. It's it's kind of smoky almost like like almost like a like something you just can't quite place your place like barbecue or something. <laughs> Can I try to tell what the special ingredient is? Uh give me a history check. <laughs> Since does yeah. it have anything to do with stone? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 19. Seems like your one good roll on that die. <laughs> um, yeah, y- it it really conjures up uh, something that you don't even know why you would know this, like why you would have tasted this before, um, but there's there's a flower that you would know about. You, I mean, you know of this herb, um, but for some reason you know it the minute you taste it, that this herb that only, that grows near the mountains of Wirecrag and the ancestral dwarf homeland. Um, and it's called uh, chaos seed and it uh, has a very pleasant smoky flavor to it, but that doesn't exist anymore. But there's something vaguely reminiscent of that. It's almost like it's, it's, it speaks to your like blood in a sense. So I wouldn't know about chaos. You would know about it. Uh, but for some reason, you just know internally, both of you guys do, what that flavor. It just It's like it's this weird existential nostalgia that you're not sure why. Is that chaos seed? It's, it's not, but I tried to reproduce what I thought the flavor might be. Did you put tomato juice in this? No. Taste tomato-y. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a smoky tomato-y thing. That's I what think I'm it getting. tastes good. Well, a- a- anything else? Um, oh my gosh. Um, hmm. Do you work weekends? <laughs> <laughs> if I have to. Would you do part-time or are you only looking for full-time? Well, um, if it's easier, I can start part-time. Uh, but the idea would be to move into full-time. I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, okay. Um, won't ask the rash question. Um... Everybody heard that. <laughs> I don't know. She. Uh, she's kind of good, have, right? Yeah, she's pretty good. Gorbel, do you have any questions? 
Derby? I'm still drinking the drink. <laughs> it's pretty good, and it tastes kind of strong. Duran, do you have any questions here? He's... <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Brahm is like leaning. His shoulders are crossed, but he's leaning against the wall, also dozing. <laughs> I pictured them leaning on each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're like across the room from each other. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to converse a little bit, but um, we will definitely let you know. Do you mind if I sit in here for a little while? I'm still not used to walking, and as, as it's, I'm still getting my my land legs back. I'm gonna. Ooh, that's fine. Just I'll, I'll stay out of the way over here. Do you here need our healer to look you over? Um, no, that's all right. I can. I How can long have you not been rest. walking? <laughs> well, I was. My legs were pretty badly mangled there in the in the mm-hmm. cell, and they've just been healing. Well, we can probably speed that up for you. It's, it's, I mean, if you want to, it's just, it takes a lot out of me. Being healed? Just walking around now. I cast. Her personality is not super winning. <laughs> I cast heal on her. Okay. And that is a sixth level healing spell. <laughs> yeah, really pulling out all the wow. stops here. Uh, choose a creature that you can see within range, a surge of positive energy, blah, 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 causing it to regain 70 hit points. This spell also ends blindness, deafness, and any diseases affecting the target. This spell has no effect on constructs or undead. So if she's a construct or undead, it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily she's not. And uh, blam! <laughs> <laughs> she like vocal. she looks a little little surprised, but the magic kind of like coats her, and then she she like moves her body around a little bit. Wow, that that feels much better. That wouldn't have any effect on her muteness, would it? No. Okay. She was born that way. Born this way. That one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty good healer. Hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, her her voice is unaffected, but her legs are now healed. The rest of her body is healed. Um, and uh, she she looks at you, Herstag. Thank you very much, Herstag. I give her a wink. <laughs> Well, um, then I'll, I'll I'll leave you all to it. Then I feel much better. Let please okay. let me know, Pinwin. I shall. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, everyone. Yeah, thanks for interviewing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks and for she, the drinks. Yeah, absolutely. And she leaves. Okay, so now that we got that taken care of, I feel like I should mention I scried um, in my little alone time there, and uh. Jennifer is in a palace of some kind. Now, I believe... Is she okay? Like a fancy palace? Like She's unconscious. Fun? Okay, no. She doesn't have her hat on anymore. What? No hat. Oh, <laughs> I know. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Her little head... Is really cold right now. Probably. But she's unconscious and she's in some kind of like a force field bubble thing. In a throne room, and I think it's like the king's throne room. Deepminster. Well, we can't go there. There are guards everywhere. And she's just a chicken. I think we have more important matters to deal with anyway. She's a special chicken. She's a wizard chicken, and she needs her hat back. She knows something. She sent us to the. To the plane, the starlight plane, to find that diamond. I don't think we're ready to just go to Deepminster again. I'm always ready. Is there any it's way fine. we can get her out of there really easy? 
No. Really easy? Probably <laughs> not. But I know someone who does. Who's that? How do you feel about going back home? And that's where we're going to end for tonight. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, dole out some experience here, folks. Woo. That was an excellent couple of uh, sessions. A lot of role playing. Um, so I'm going to give you guys uh, about 2,500 experience. Ex- about? In, in exactly 2,510 <laughs> experience, we'll say, for... Uh, Role-playing bullshit. That was really good. Some really good uh, shit happened there. All right, finally leveled up. Level 16. And so on Monday's episode, uh, for the listeners, uh, we'll go over um, what Gorble got for leveling up. And and me. And her stag. Because I just leveled up as well. Cool. Um, So, yeah, so the general role-playing, that was pretty good. Uh, I gave you inspiration for building that house, Herstag, but I'm also going to give you an extra 100 experience for uh, taking that on yourself. Um, Pinwin for basically figuring out a really fun way to spend an entire session role-playing with that whole uh, uh, job interview thing. You can have 100 experience points. Yay. yeah, who else needs experience? I solved the mystery of the missing cash. Okay, 100 experience for that. I discussed security of the town. And you also got a little bit further with the Nightmare Diamond, including some interesting imagery. 100 experience. I found a little box. 10 experience. I built my house around it. <laughs> I wingmanned her stag. 30 experience. I really put Jeff through his paces. That was, that was, you did a really good job. 30 for that. Man, that's hard. I want to hire both of them. But Um, we can talk about that later. I, uh, made, I did a druidic thing and I made the plants all healthy. Yes. Uh, that would, will likely affect more than just that so you can have an extra 100 for that yeah. i tried to be a good father 40 it, it's funny you say that because i was just about to say i tried to be a good aunt <laughs> <laughs> and i totally blocked her yeah you could have 20 for the you attempt aunt there blocked me <laughs> how many 20 20 sorry into the microphone anything else or should we get on to the mvpc Let's do that shit. All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. So what you guys will be doing is voting for the character that uh, was the most valuable playing character of the last two sessions. Whether they did something cool, if they did something um, that you just liked, uh, whether it was plot wise, just flavor wise, you get to decide. Uh, So I will count to three, and you guys will each hold up the finger indicating which character you think deserves the MVPC. One for Tomar, two for Herstag, three for Pinwin, and four for Gorbel. Everyone ready? One, two, three. All right, so we've got two votes for Pinwin. One vote for Tomar and one vo- vote for Gorbel. I didn't do shit in this episode. I what have are you my doing? Reasons. Okay, okay. Gorbel, <laughs> why did you vote for Tomar? 
So I voted for Tomar because he is taking the time to communicate with the Nightmare Diamond. Okay. But also, I'm kind of personally invested in the whole Hazel Tomar <laughs> relationship thing. Yeah. And every time they interact, I'm always like, what the fuck are you doing? So <laughs> it's got me wrapped up. All right. Fair enough. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorbel? She was super helpful during the interview process because, honestly, I think my main criteria was just, like, hoping they wouldn't spend money on rash <laughs> cream. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, my big criteria. So she was really helpful, and I really liked when she, like, bust in the door with the bow. That was a good, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, all right, cool. Um, Herstag, why did you vote for Pinwin? Um, he was just super funny and, like, in my opinion, like carried the last two episodes. Like that was just great. Okay. Entertainment for me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You did a really good job. Penguin. Um, Tomar, same question. Why? Yeah. Penguin had me rolling. And then I forgot what the rash thing was about, but Lindsay had remembered that Janus had the cream. Yeah. <laughs> and that became a recurring element. And that was just <laughs> really, that was good. All right. Funny in general. So it sounds like Pinwin is tonight's MVPC. Woo! Take your 500 experience points. And right. um, and like apply it to your character so that you can continue to level up. Yeah. Or use it towards funds to pay for a Patreon account. Uh. If you try to pay <laughs> Patreon with experience, I'm going to slap your face. <laughs> and not, not just you, Pinwin. Anyone. <laughs> Can I pay for this? We only accept Chuck E. Cheese coins. (laughs) Yes, which are very quickly losing their value, so you have to do it quick. They don't actually have coins anymore. They use like a fucking card wristband Give us your cards. now I'm sad. Uh, But yeah, social media, we have that. Yeah, we have it. Check out all the links, guys. We'll post links to all our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, and our website, www.d20syndicate.com. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate. Our main theme, written by Chad Piper. Our background music, Adrian Von Ziegler. And uh, shout out to Emmerich once again for uh, joining the Patreon, becoming a patron, and we appreciate that so much, Emmerich. And uh, all the rest of you listeners, you uh, have a wonderful time. We'll see you on Monday's episode and see how this thing continues on. And uh, once again, guys, we are the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Bye-bye. We did have those uh, Ninja Turtle cups that changed color when it was hot or cold. They were in like cookie crisp boxes. Mm. Did you guys have um, like specific bowls that were like your bowls for cereal and stuff like that? Did you guys have that? At times, I think. I had a bowl that I drank pop out of. (laughs) (laughs) Our mom would would guess (laughs) Elijah and I had two liter of pop to split. And we were usually too lazy to like wash a cup, so I would grab a bowl out of the cupboard and I'd just hold the bowl out as Elijah. And it was it. just like totally normal. Yeah, like it was we like, all right, time to get the bowl. And like, like, 
<laughs> yep, this is yep, this is just the standard. <laughs> and then he'd walk away, and then I'd just drink out of a giant bowl for the day. I had a gray, like lumpy cereal bowl that was. I'm pretty sure, like, not supposed to be a bowl. It, I'm pretty was sure it was like the cap to, to something. I don't know. It was really th- like th- that really thin, shitty plastic that oh. like poor people have. Mm. If you're poor, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You ate out of cool bowls. <laughs> you ate yeah. out of lumpy gray bowls that came from somewhere. Yeah. Nobody knows where they came from, but you used them anyway. And uh, any bowl shape. Yeah. Works. Yeah. You'd be surprised what you could eat cereal out of. Yeah. <laughs> Or you might not be. Bowler hat. <laughs> it's got bowl in the name. Yeah. Guys, don't judge. Sitting there eating your bonbons on <laughs> a solid gold plate <laughs> with a platinum fork. <laughs> Caviar bonbon piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Your real silk underwear. What I'm trying to say is eat the rich. <laughs> Eat them. <laughs> Abduct them and eat them. But yeah. only out of your own bowl. <laughs> yeah, your Cool Whip container. Or what was the off-brand Cool Whip? Ready, Ready Whip? Whip. Yeah. Did they have containers? Is or that was actually that, off-brand was or that is that it just shooty, another brand? That was the spray whip. I, I think the generic brand was just whipped. Topping. <laughs> yeah, wh- yep, whipped, whipped topping, topping bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be poor again. Fresh in quotations. Acting like topping. you've bought Cool Whip. Yeah, no, nah, I don't even. I'm I'm pretty sure I don't even know what Cool Whip actually tastes like. <laughs> I don't know. Probably how much worse because you grew up on the Fresh Whip topping. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was organic or whatever. <laughs> Freshly whipped <laughs> sugar cream. What if they just had a question mark at the end? <laughs> cool Whip. <laughs> no whipped topping. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there are people who put that in their coffee? Like instead of creamer. Oh, I really? That makes me think. Probably be good. That makes me think of Mrs. Doubtfire when he's got the cake yeah, frosting on his face. It's like That's where I learned all of my accents. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Hello. Durant comes in. Hello. What if all your accents were just that? Well, now I have to introduce a Mrs. Doubtfire character. <laughs> yeah, you do. What you? class would Mrs. Doubtfire be? Um, Barbarian. Shit. I'd say bard. Singing, dancing, cooking. That's true. Mrs. She Doubtfire is sang? a jack of all yeah. trades. Mm-mm. Yeah. She Robin Williams sings dance. in like every role. Robin Williams sings, but he didn't didn't sing in that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Sure I'm pretty sure if I Google Mrs. Doubtfire danced. singing, yeah. I think he sang. Let me too. see. Hold on. Let's get to the bottom of this. Miss Doubtfire. What 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 is a good class that's good at throwing like grapefruits? Maybe (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire would definitely be that. Okay, maybe maybe not. That's a feel to be wrong. No, but this is what I was thinking of that scene where they're trying on all the makeup. Yeah, and they're singing Matchmaker. So Robin Williams is definitely a bard. The Birdcage. (laughs) Did that happen in the birdcage? No, that was in, in a Mrs. Doubtfire. Cage. Okay, so. Before we start, can oh I just say... <laughs> Do you have to pee again? No, but I just recently ate dates. I think I hadn't had them since I was little. And they tasted really weird to me when they were room temperature. But when I had them cold, I like them. 
That's it. Okay, I know this is another story about me being a child. But my mom used to keep chop dates for baking. And every time she would get them out, I'd go up and hold my hands out and ask her if I could have a date. Like, but like a joke, like if she would go on a date with me. And then she would put a little sprinkling of dates in my palms and I would eat them. Aww. That's a pretty good joke. You remember that wasn't a lot of as stuff. funny or weird as I was hoping it'd be. It was, uh, it was sometimes cute. when we asked for treats, we would cheap like birds until <laughs> my mom would put things in her mouth. <laughs> she didn't That's throw up one. in your mouth, did she? No, <laughs> like an actual bird. That'd be weird. My parents grossed me out so hard one time because they were like, "Yeah, when you were a baby, you loved steak, so we would chew it up for you and be. then." put it in your mouth well you're talking about parents who ended up having like steak knives randomly littered throughout their house <laughs> yeah, like but in a couch sore. yeah but it's just gross to me thinking that my parents would like and then i'd gobble it up yeah it's gross it's gross and very unsafe <laughs> nah want a date yeah it is chewed up steak in a baby's mouth you guys don't have kids okay i love steak <laughs> yeah but still, if I saw a fucking helicopter in a tree, I'd be like, Thank, I don't fly him, but that guy's bad at it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? I can move furniture, just not mattresses. Fuck mattresses. You move mattresses. <laughs> They're so floppy and weird. <laughs> mattresses, I mean. Nobody take the bait. 